previously on X-Men. And welcome to episode 120 of Eddie and Caleb's Hero Cast. Of course, as always, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. That's I am Caleb and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer Eddie Cornelison at E D D Y C eight five. Follow the show at EC underscore Hero. Check out our Instagram EC Hero Cast. Um, we're not alone today. We've got a third with us, and uh, this young fella he's a bit of a meme maker himself we've we've shared a couple of his memes on the uh on the insta before like i said ec hero cast uh josh davis friend of the show welcome back my guy thanks for having me back i'm uh happy to be here on the second installment unofficially of this trilogy Mm -hmm. and thank you for coming back on relatively short notice i mean i gave you what like 16 hours maybe yeah, something like that. Yeah, the just <laughs> it, it just shows like the the great rapport that we have with each other. That you know, you're just like, ah, oh, ten o'clock on a Saturday morning, could be hanging out with my kid, could be doing this, that, or the other. No, I want to record with Caleb and Eddie. You know, I mean, when the Wolverine approaches, <laughs> you have to pounce. <laughs> exactly. Yes. How, can I turn that, how can I turn that down on short notice? Right? Yeah, you know what? Like, I get it. Um, okay, by the way, yes, uh, you just mentioned it. We're here to review The Wolverine. Eddie, Spoiler I can't alert. help but notice we have not reviewed any movies called Buckeye or Spartan. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also haven't any reviewed any movies called I Didn't Go to College. Oh, shut up. Red Raven, my guy. 
Well, look, Wolverine's also Canadian. He's not from Michigan, so. My guy, I, I told you, I did one semester of JUCO, so so don't be trying to throw barbs at me, my guy. Well, we could review 300 if you want. There's Spartans in that. There are Spartans in that, yes, and we could review Get Out. There are Bucks in that, but. <laughs> or we could uh, review. Um, oh, what's the? Um, come on, you got it. I just forgot the name of the movie. You uh, got it. Point Break with uh, Keanu Reeves. He w- he played uh, quarterback at Ohio State. Oh, Johnny Utah? Yeah. Johnny Utah. Or uh, he was another one. Um, replacements. He was a high State quarterback in that. Shane Falco. I just watched that yesterday. Interesting. You know who was the uh, starting quarterback in that movie? No. Uh, Martell. Uh, the Eddie Martell. Brett Cullen, who's been in like three movies we re- we've reviewed so far. He was in Dark Knight Rises, was he not? He was in Dark Knight Rises. He was Johnny Blaze's dad in Ghost Rider. And, funny enough, Thomas Wayne in Joker, which we'll review oh, right. a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's, noted, uh, noted SOS, Thomas Wayne. You can say sack of shit. All right, well, I won't sugarcoat it. Noted, noted sack of shit, Thomas Wayne and the Joker. Yeah. We, 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 say, we, we use the S word on here. We just don't use the F word. All right. But yeah, we could review those movies if you wanted to, uh, you know, review a movie about uh, a good college football program. Hey, oh, actually, no, we just reviewed a movie about a cowboy last week. But anyway. Um, yeah, and it sucked. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> was that the Lone Ranger? <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, baby. Hasn't dropped hey, yet, but. Uh, it hasn't, but Josh, you're going to love this. We had a scorigami on it. Nice. I'm going to yeah, have to drop, drop the meme when that one hits. Oh, yeah. We, we, we're going to share the Scorigami meme every time we Scorigami, guy. Like, yeah. We, yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, it's uh, Saturday, July 23rd. This is going to drop on August 3rd. Um, With that, I think we can start with what? History with the movie, right? Uh, What about your time capsule? You just skipped over everything. Okay, time capsule. Uh, I wasn't doing Jack in July of 2013. I was working, man. Like, working, about to do a semester at JUCO, and that's it. Hmm. Sorry. Sorry I'm lame. That's okay. I was, uh, I took a solo, my first solo vacation ever to the city of Montreal. So that's what I was doing. It's just, uh, I don't know, needed to get away. I always wanted to go there and drove 12 hours, 13 if you count the hour at the border. Mm. But, yeah, fun city. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it was. Jo- uh, would you like to share anything of what you may have been doing around July 2013, or do you want to keep mysterious? Um, I was just celebrating a year with my significant other, and my kid was born. That's about it. Working. That's about yeah. it. Well, shout out to uh, Shredder and shout out to your kid as well. Yeah, I'm sure they'd appreciate that. Yeah, um, I bet. I bet they would. I'm not going to give out their personal information. I'm not going <coughs> to like I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, your uh, your other timelines that you like to do. Your uh, oh, you're slacking yeah. on a Saturday morning. Yeah, I am. Uh, sorry, I went to the gym super early, so I'm kind of like out of it right now. Um, okay, your champions in wrestling at the time. WWE-wise, John Cena, the WWE champion. 
and the uh, world heavyweight champion in the WWE, Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Noted yeah. sack of shit. Yes, absolute noted sack of shit. Uh, in TNA, your world heavyweight champion at the time, you may or may not remember this, Chris Saban. I do. His, his one run as champion what about that they the, used to. Oh, wait, you got Ring of Honor first. Oh, uh, it was vacated at the time. Oh, okay. What about the yeah. CEOs in wrestling? Who was that? Uh, <laughs> uh, Vince McMahon, Dixie Carter, and uh, Carrie Silken. I, I don't know who Ring of Honor CEO is. I'm not sure. Mm. Well, that's all different today. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Number one song, still Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. Mm. Mm. The old Emily Radzikowski video. Giving off uh, real rapey vibes, okay. for sure. Just saying. Not you, the song. No. Well, I mean, it had topless women in it, so it, yeah. you know, whatever. The uncensored video did, that nice. would play in nightclubs, not MTV. Yeah, nice. With that, uh, facts and figures, right? Uh, That or history with the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, forgot it last so- week, but we didn't have any, so... Yeah, it didn't matter. Um, plus, it's the Lone Ranger. Who wants to have history with that movie? Anyway, uh, that being said, so funny enough, I actually rented this on Redbox in, I want to say, November of 2013. And I started it, fell asleep, and then I was like, I really don't want to pay the extra uh, 150 so I'm just going to return this now. A ringing so, endorsement. Yes. Yes. But I really enjoyed what I saw uh, last night, so for what it's worth. Yeah, I saw it in the theater, and I had never seen it again, so it was uh, there's a lot of it I forgot, so that was fun. Oh. <clears throat> I, you know, I love the series for the most part and the character, but shockingly, this is like one of the ones that I didn't actually get to see in theater for whatever reason. So I waited until it came out and rented it, and then obviously I bought it later but yeah for i don't know why that see it must have just been busy with work and just scheduled it in a line first to go to it i guess i don't know yeah i spoiler alert for when we do logan i didn't see any of these uh any of the three wolverine movies in the theater hmm. uh, well i was definitely i had my ass planted in the theater opening day for logan <laughs> i'm sure you did I wasn't uh i didn't regret that no that was not bad more to, more to come on that one down the line. Absolutely. <clears throat> well, now the facts and figures. We have a budget of $120 million with a box office of $414.8 million, which puts it at number 17 on our list, $294.8 million, the 374.9 for inflation, which is a lot, and... <coughs> Right below Thor, but right above X2. So it beat out X2, but not with the inflation, but, uh, you know, 2003, yeah. different time. Different time. The dollar stretched a little further than... Yeah, 10 years <laughs> of difference. Yep, yep. And, hey, I didn't go see this in the theater, so I didn't throw up outside of McDonald's after this. So that's awesome. That is good. Yeah. And, uh, uh, oh, what? I mean, that Nothing. was your callback to X2, so... Yeah, 
Yes, sir. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, almost. Critics, 71%. Fans, 69%. Nice. Yeah. So. That was very close. Almost. Yeah. Almost had a score. That almost, that almost matched the meme, exactly. Yes. Yeah, it was, I know. Uh, I wonder if one get... happened. I hope. Yeah. Oh, well. Again, and I gotta, I gotta, real quick. Josh, your memes, uh, they're just the thought you put into them. Because, okay, <laughs> the scorigami and the high five, that's cool and all. But like I told you before, what put it over the top is that the matching rating was a 69. I'm just like, that's that's genius. That's amazing stuff right there. Hey, I, I have my moments. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really the care that you put into it that I appreciate. They're made with love, you know. Sometimes they don't turn out the greatest, but it's a thought that counts. Well, you can tell the love is there. Yeah. <clears throat> they pop me, so I hope they yeah. pop every, other people. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So I posted it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate that, fellas. Yeah. And we appreciate the effort. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we get into the cast? Uh, there's a couple of member the members of the cast I'd like to get into, yeah. hey hey oh, Shout out Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, what is up with Ghost Jean? What the hell? Well, she was a ghost, and she visited yeah. Logan in his sleep. Yeah, and he kept killing her. It was really, man. Now, I get what they were going for, but it did just kind of, yeah, a little unsettling. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't over her. Yeah, like PTS, PTSD from the last one. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, we can start with, um, how about, oh man, I'm going to have such trouble with these names. Uh-oh. I was wondering <laughs> about that. <laughs> well, let's try Tao Okamoto as Mariko. Either one of you can start. <laughs> well, she was, I... She was fine. Yeah, I mean... The love interest was uh, a little rushed, mm-hmm. but, you know. It, it, you know what it reminded me of is the love interest on uh, Karate Kid Part 2. <laughs> kind of the same thing. Oh, the, um, gosh, I'm trying to even remember that. The movie? Go, Karate, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they go to Okinawa, and uh, Daniel falls in love with the girl very quickly. And then like he had oh, yeah. third season of Cobra Kai as well. She comes back on Cobra Kai, yeah. Or was it the fourth season? Uh, Whatever season you go. I can't, honestly, it's fuzzy right now. I can't remember if that was three or four. I think it was. I feel like fifth. it was. I think it was the third one also. Yeah. But yeah. yeah pretty sure. Daniel Son definitely had an affair when he was in Japan. But yeah, it reminded me of that. Just how rushed it was. It's like, okay, yeah. you just kinda, you're kind of willing to overlook it for the story purposes, though. I mean, I suppose. <clears> but yeah, like, like you had said, it was definitely kind of tacked on. I don't think it really needed to be a love angle to work for the movie, but whatever. Yeah. I think they handle, obvi- well, obviously since the next side character is a child, they handle it much better in Logan. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, back to Mariko. Funny thing, in the comics, she's actually gay and has a relationship with Mary Jane Watson, so that's kind of hot. Huh. I wish we would have <laughs> saw that instead. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I mean, there's versions where she dates Wolverine, and there's versions where 
she's gay. I don't know. It's, it's all nah. all depends on whatever timeline you're looking at, I guess. But uh, I liked it, her for the most part. She was fun. Yeah, yeah. I just it was a bit rushed. Um, I didn't believe for a second that like Wolverine would stay in Japan and get married to her or whatever. No, uh, I'm not even sure why she would have asked, but. <laughs> That would be my, maybe most, that may be my biggest complaint of the movie, I would say. The whole love angle. Yeah. I mean, I'm, they needed to do it. I'm not saying it was forced, but uh, it was rushed, I guess. Yeah. Um, who else? Let's go with uh, Rila Fukushima as Yukio, the mutant with precognitive abilities. I liked her. I think she's I think she's pretty cool. She was one of the better characters in the movie. Agree. I think uh you know, Mariko's not gonna do much fighting, but she did, so Yeah. It was um the ability's a little weird, but that's what it was <clears throat> in the comics. Um That's the thing I like about the movie is that they're pretty true to the comics with a lot of that stuff. Well, we didn't get a make out scene with Mariko and you know oh my God. <laughs> yeah. and uh MJ. Whichever. That'd be cool. Maybe that's a deleted scene. Could be. <laughs> Tao and Zendaya making out. No, it'd be uh, it'd be uh, who is it that was supposed to p- play Mary Jane in Amazing Spider-Man? Uh, oh, Shailene Woodley. There we go. Oh, mm. all right. Yeah, could be. But no, I, I would agree with both of you guys. I think she was fine. I think her uh, ability is pretty cool. Oh man, I'm not even gonna try. Oh my gosh. I'll go for it. Svetlana Kodchenkova. Bro, if you have to, you can just name the character. That Viper. might be easier. With, that might be. So that might be easier with this movie. Viper. Yeah, the uh, main villain up until the end. Yeah, how like again? This is one of those like, how is it not obvious upon first sight? Like, oh, you can't trust this person. Yeah. I'm going to say <clears throat> she's not bad to look at, but I think she, her and the other main villain are my main complaints about the movie. Mm. Okay. I don't, I don't like either of them. I think they're both weak villain characters. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is shitty. <laughs> no. That's all good, buddy. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're probably my main complaints of the movie though, to be honest, is the, the villains in it. Well, I didn't mind that they had a villain to stand in for the most of the movie, since the main villain's right. not going to be revealed till the end. That made sense, right? Um, but she, uh, I don't. I just don't think she's much. It's like she's very forget. She's very forgettable. She's well, got her one little interaction with him, and it's that's pretty much it. Well, it's funny because uh, when I watched this for the first time in ten years, I did forget that this was a character. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the movie could pr- pretty much serve without her. I mean, they could have thought of some other way for you know him to lose his abilities besides her. Could she wasn't been, necessary. Yeah. She's pretty much just used for that. That's her purpose in the movie. Yeah. Um, well, so basically, you're saying she's like a human MacGuffin. Pretty much. She's put in there for that plot, plot point. I know she's like an actual uh, character... It's a villain and other, you know, interacting with other heroes throughout the comics and stuff. But in this movie, she's pretty worthless. Yeah. Well, I'll try these two names. 
here we go. Hiruchio Yamanuchi and Ken Yamanura as old and young Yoshida. You can just do the old one if you want, but uh, figured I'd throw out the other one. The main villain, basically. Yes. Um, See, I liked liked the opening scene a lot. Um, With with him and that character, how they interacted together. (laughs) He he just doesn't really do anything for me, a villain. I thought the whole reveal was pretty cheesy at the end. Like, whatever high grades I give this movie, I thought the the ending of it and just the weak villains is what took away from it the most from it. So that's really, I mean, really that's my only complaints about the movie. Yeah. I will say this. Um, I mean, I know this isn't a prequel, but it's like a side movie from the main X-Men story arc. Uh, um, yeah. I think villains like, uh, Sebastian Shaw and silver samurai are good for movies like this. Lower stakes. Yeah, where it's like, it's, you know, I don't want to say this movie was a cash grab, but it's like, you know, could it have existed? um, Or, I should say, um, did it need to exist? Not really, they just wanted to do the Wolverine Japan storyline, which is a huge part of his character. And, you know, there's still money to be made with Hugh Jackman. So... You know, I didn't mind that they used Silver Samurai, and certainly a robot was much better than... This is an example of when the movie got it right, because I think if you threw out a dude wearing the... If you look at what he looks like in the comics, it would not have translated well to film. So I didn't mind him being a robot, but he does come in very late in the movie, um, which, you know, I, I guess I liked that he... Um, was made of adamantium, so at least it felt like it was going to be bigger. And mm. the even though this wasn't really the villains doing, like the idea that he was gonna that he had the ability to take Wolverine's power, I think at least helped raise the stakes of it. But ultimately, at the end, the final fight, it wasn't bad. Uh, you know, we got the the bone claws, which was kind of cool, but. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it was bad. Yeah, but ultimately, no, you, you kind of knew that, like, this... I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, it's the Silver Samurai. He's not taking out Wolverine. Right. <laughs> like, they, they try they to raise the stakes. They try to give you, oh, shit, Wolverine's in trouble. He's got adamantium. And it's like, no, yeah. it's, it's still it's still the Silver Samurai. He's a nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, it's like... I don't know. It's tough because it's like, everything you're saying is right, but, like... <laughs> I don't know who else you could really use in this case. I mean, no. they already they already wasted Lady Deathstrike in uh, X2, so you can't really bring her back. Yeah. Um, I think that was before they thought that this was going to take off. So, like, ah, this is a cool character. Just throw her in and make her one of Magneto's flunky. Or, well, I guess she wasn't one of Magneto's flunk. Make her one of Dr. Stryker's flunkies and, you know, it's General Stryker. Jeez. Uh, but, yeah, make her one of those and who cares? It doesn't really matter what the history of that character is. Because, you know, we're not going to get that deep into the woods, even though they ended up getting that deep into the woods. Uh, I mean, they were pretty deep in the woods in this movie as well. Yeah, I just, I'm saying at the the time in X2, I don't think they thought like, oh, in 10 years, we'll 
we we shouldn't waste Lady Deathstrike. We're going to make a Wolverine Japan movie. It's like, no, we're making three of these, and then we're moving on. I think that's See? what they thought. So they're like, we're just going to grab characters, you, and who cares what their past is. And... You either just completely no-sold the joke, or... I got the joke. I just was oh. on a roll. Okay, good. Fair <laughs> enough. But uh, come on now. <laughs> and some sort of acknowledgement would be nice, my guy. It was good. Thank you. Hey, Thank let, you. Let, let the Ed man cook. He's cooking. Let him cook. Yeah. Absolutely. You're right. I am so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Sorry. But, um, but yeah, I think um, they did the best with what they could with Silver Samurai. I guess. I, I, I agree. I don't think it ruined the movie. I'm just, it's, I, you, you got to nitpick about something. These are my nitpicks about it. I think they did do the best that they could with the villain that was available and it made sense. They made him more, uh, they, they put as much stakes to it as they could with, you know, something that really isn't that high stakes. Yeah, but in the end, he's, again, not a prequel, but he's a he's a prequel villain. He's he's Sebastian Shaw. It's like, you See, know, I, at the I, end of the I day, he's Sebastian not going <laughs> to... I did too, but it's like, you know, at the end of the day, he's not going to win. Right. But it's right, like, right. and he's not a major, major character in the X-Men story arc, so you can throw him in there and get killed and have cool fight scenes. Yeah. Uh, I guess the main event, Hugh Jackman is Logan. What's there to say about him we haven't already said? He knows the role, man. The man. Yeah, I mean, yes. it's... I mean, it's it's arguable that he... I mean, I guess you could say Robert Downey Jr., but it's arguable that Hugh Jackman embraced his role better than anybody else in the, the genre, right? Yeah. It's either him or Downey, probably. Like, there's a reason that, like, it's taken forever for at least as far as we know forever for Kevin Feige to recast Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I mean, trying to see it was, uh, the next person rumored to be Wolverine is a guy named Taron Egerton. Oh shit. Uh, Kingsman. Yeah. The, the young guy. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know if Hugh Jackman's too old now. I would. I wouldn't. I don't think he's too old, but if they're planning on doing six more movies, he's too old. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. probably the case. But I think he could do another one or two movies. But, but yeah, there's it no is point Kingsman. Doing that. Yeah, it was uh, Kingsman. Um, oh, and he played Gary. That's right. Oh, he's he's the one that does uh, Sing, right? He plays Johnny or whatever the the gorilla. He's definitely in Sing, yes. Pretty sure, because I think he does an Elton John song in that movie. Yep, that's why he uh, was cast to play Elton John. Yeah. Oh, well, that's yep. something. I never saw Sing. Well, I've got a child, and she owns it, and I've seen it, oh, probably 20 times, so, yeah. I was going to say, one of us has a kid, so they've definitely probably had to see it, so yeah. Dude, I saw Sing 1 and 2 in theater. Sometimes you have to suck it up and do these things. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Whatever, whatever makes the kid happy, you know? Yeah. Here's a my history with the movie Sing 2. I was in the nice. I was in the theater and it came on as a trailer and my friend just turned to me and he's like, "Look at this washed up old lion." <laughs> For some reason I just lost it. I believe it's Harrison Ford also the place uh, But I just but yeah, it was like the lion's like this old singer and he's like, Oh, I don't want to sing anymore and then he just like look at this washed up old lion. And my daughter, she insists that sing two is better than sing one. I was like, You're crazy. 
I love that that's a debate. <laughs> that is crazy. She, she, she loves all the sequels, though. It's so hilarious. She's like, Toy Story 4 is the best Toy Story. I'm like, you are high. <laughs> no. Well, this was a... Uh, I'll say Wolverine was a case of the sequel being better than the original. Uh, for As far as this and Origins, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, low freaking bar, so I agree. Hey. Some you people don't consider like this a sequel to Origins, but I do. I like to think of it as a sequel. It's not... I mean, they, I would say out of the origin story uh, for Wolverine, they probably keep continuity, continuity with his character going forward. Probably what sixty percent of that from that movie. Yeah, I mean, you had something, origins. Something like if you're going by the timeline, it was origins first, then all three X Men movies, and then he did the Wolverine. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. some of that stuff gets lost in translation, but it, I mean, I would say it's a sequel still to it. Yeah, I don't think you needed wouldn't, three prequels would, to be it, for Wolverine. Wouldn't it actually be um, first class, because he, he had one scene in there? Oh, yeah, technically he did. Origins. What a great cameo, first absolute, class. Absolutely. All three, uh, the mainline X-Men, and then this. Yeah, that's correct. But yeah, and he, then he did have less a cameo. Year, in less than a year, Days of Future Past. Yeah, and then... Would she uh, carry that movie? Logan. Yeah, this is the only trilogy I can think of where the films get better as the trilogy goes on. I don't even think it's debatable either. I think it, that's just fact. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that might be the only trilogy in existence where that's the case. It has to be, right? It has to be. Yeah. Unless some, I mean, I love Toy Story three more than Toy Story one. I'm sure there's some sick people out there that love two more than one, but maybe your yeah. daughter. I don't know. <laughs> I think she hates too. Honestly, I think it's her least favorite one. Oh, we'll see. Now we, I don't know then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we can get into the plot. Let's do it. Well, we open at a uh, military base in Japan. I guess uh, what a POW camp. Hey, I got a question. Where was Saber to? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I guess he He's... was a draft dodger. He didn't. Well, no, this was World War Two. There was no draft. Did you did you miss that part when Roman Bridger took him out, Caleb? <laughs> but he's in the sequel. Yeah, I thought he was in the sequel too. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, if he would have showed up, it would have been awesome, just even for a little small scene. Yeah. Yeah, Sabretooth is the biggest continuity <laughs> error of the Wolverine slash X Men movies. Well, they keep talking about in the in Origins, you remember, like, they won't shut up about, like, oh, yeah, him and Sabretooth fought in the military together so many times over, et cetera, et cetera. Well, maybe uh, Sabretooth just didn't get captured in WW2. Yeah, I, I like my mutants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My mutants don't get captured. I mean, the man runs on all fours. How are you going to capture that? To, yeah. uh, to quote, <laughs> to paraphrase... A former United States president, rather. <laughs> mm. Let's move on. Yeah. But no, I I don't know. I mean, Sabretooth didn't even recognize Wolverine in X-Men 1, so it's... Oh my uh... god, it's so cringy to go back and watch that. I hate that so much. Yeah. I can understand why Wolverine didn't recognize him. He lost his memory, but... Yeah. N- noted sack of shit, Tyler Mayne. Yes. Yeah. Big what was his name? Big, Big Sky. Sky. <laughs> Big Sky. Yeah, first ever bore, first ever recorded boring chant in wrestling history. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! 
But no, I think that goes again. I think that goes back to them just like, oh, Sabretooth's cool. Let's just toss Let's him in there. It's in like there. it's like what they did with Lady Deathstrike. Same deal. Like, hey, this is a cool side character. This is a cool character. We don't care what his origins are. Just make him a henchman. And it's uh, it's amazing that they do that with no foresight, no long term planning. But they had no no capability of throwing Gambit at anything but X-Men Origins. Yeah, it's amazing. So weird, but uh, yeah, they, I mean, they didn't look. I will. Marvel at least plans ahead. I will say so. Yeah, Fox is not guilty of that with the X Men series. Yeah. By the way, like, yeah, we could just redo it later. It's no big deal. The X Men '97 photos that dropped yesterday. I saw pretty, that. Pretty cool. I'm excited. It's uh, nostalgia right there. I know. I'm. That's I'm, pretty much all Marvel runs on these days is nostalgia. Fan service. Yeah. Yep. They're getting us old timers in our feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of you. Most of you. Yeah, I mean, Caleb, did you even watch? Did you even watch the X Men cartoon ever? Have you ever seen it? No, I. It's a little bit older than me, so. Yeah, no. I just missed your age range, huh? Yeah. It's still good. I watched it uh, when it came on Disney Plus. That was one of the first things. Yeah, yeah. When I got Disney Plus, that was I think that actually was the very first thing I went right to. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, sure. it, it, to me, it still holds up, and uh, I would say that the Batman, 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 um, Spider Man, Spider Man is real good. Yeah, and I was kind of surprised. I mean, they they literally are picking it up from where they left off with the series finale when. Professor X is like, I'm dying. And the people from space come down. They're like, well, we can save him, but he has to live on our planet forever. And they're like, okay. And they take him away. And that's the end. And then Magneto's like, oh, I'll lead the X-Men. And that's really where they're picking it up from. <clears throat> I thought they'd just ignore the final season because it sucks so much. But It's still crazy that they that they're the only ones that ever nailed that Phoenix story, by the way. The movies <laughs> haven't been able to. <laughs> they're 0 for 2. Yeah. God, I can't, I can't wait to review Dark Phoenix. It might take an hour just ranting about it. There, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the movie for as much as I could enjoy it, but yeah, there's a lot, a lot of shit to nitpick at that now in that one. Well, back in World War II, the uh, the bomb sirens are going off, and we see Wolverine with the bone claws because he hasn't gotten his adamantium injection yet. He's locked in a prison. And he saves this guard when the uh, bomb goes off, shielding him in this big, deep hole. Um, don't know how he protected him from the radiation, but irrelevant. It's the same bomb that Bane used on Gotham then. So no radiation atomic bomb. <laughs> but uh doesn't matter. It's just a flashback. He wakes up next to Jean Grey, and uh, he stabs her. But yeah. that's also a dream. So an mm -hmm. inception, really. Yeah. He's actually just camping in the woods in the middle of nowhere. According to Wikipedia, it was the Yukon, so... Well, of course it would be Canada. Mm-hmm. Well, he later comes across a bear who was shot and left for dead in the woods, but he finishes the bear off, and he finds the hunters who did it and asks about this arrow having a poison tip, and he gets into a fight when uh, this Asian girl named, named Yukio stops him, and she says that... Uh, you know, these people will be dead in a few weeks, so whatever. And she has a, um, she has the mutant power to see how someone will die, which I wrote, not sure how 
someone's genes could mutate to the point where they could see the future, but it's whatever. It's a cool power, I guess. Yeah. Um, so she takes him and wants to show, um, have him meet her uh, employer, Mr. Yoshida, and wants to bring him to Japan because he wants to thank Logan for uh, saving his life all those years ago in Japan before he finally does die. And then Logan reluctantly agrees, and uh, he's like, fine, one day, I'll say goodbye, and then I'll leave. So they land, and they clean up Logan, gets the old, get a haircut and everything, and brushed. And Mr. Yoshida, who's sitting, or rather laying, in the world's most uncomfortable-looking bed, tells Logan that, uh, you know, hey, listen, I've uh, I found a way to transfer your power uh, to me because I don't want to die. I'm not ready to die. I got this empire that I manage and you know, I think you, you are ready to die and you know, this could be a win-win. And then he's like, also, uh, my granddaughter's in danger and must be protected. And Logan basically refuses saying, hey, you don't, you don't want what I got. This basically being immortal, it's not as great as it sounds. And, uh, yeah, so. You know, in one scene, they hit on this uh, better than... Actually, no, never mind. I take that back because they acknowledge this in Winter's <clears throat> Never mind. I still think they did a good job with it because even though Wolverine does want to die, I mean, he's been alive for, at this point, 100 years, and he's uh, actually over 100 years, and he's not slowing down. But um, he doesn't want... He's he's managed to cope with it. He doesn't want to give this to someone else, basically. Yeah. Yeah, he knows it's a curse. Yeah. Uh, you'll outlive all the people you love. and mm-hmm. You'll love hey, other quick, people and outlive them. Quick thing, by the way. Um, I wanted to add in the, the bear scene with the bear and the arrow and all that. I'm pretty sure... <clears throat> To me, it seems like that was supposed to be some kind of an, an analogy between himself and the bear. Yeah. He dipped in poison and all that, and adamantium running through his body. And he put the bear out of its misery. It's like, <clears throat> pretty sure that's supposed to be an, you know, an analogy. Somebody should put him out of his misery, and he's, you know, like how the bear killed five people, and he's killed people. I don't know. I just wanted to add that in there. Yeah. No, that, that tracks, man. That's a yeah. good, uh, thank My you. F- my friend would be mad if I didn't mention this. Uh, have you seen the movie Bear? Uh, it's a what? terrible horror movie. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I thought that was the one with the... Uh, I was thinking of Grizzly Man is what I was thinking of. No, I think this is just called Bear. And the the uh, the fin- the end scene is one of... Like, this is like peak stupid horror movie people. This is dumber than the people in... Uh, Halloween, not just shooting Michael Myers when they had a chance. Uh, in whatever, what was the latest Halloween? Evil Dies Tonight. Yeah, God. that one. When they could have just killed him in the middle of the street. So, they, it's like the bears hunting down all these people in the campground, killing them all. And is there's, there's two people or three people left? Two guys and a girl. They they finally make it to like this roadside bar. None of them go in the bar, which you would think would be safe. Instead, one of the guys is like, I'm going to make this sacrifice, and you guys get away. You two love each other, and whatever. So he runs after the bear. Bear kills him. 
And instead of doing what they what the guy told him to do, these two characters just sit there and still talk like, I can't believe he did that. And, and the guy's just... Then eventually the bear is done killing the guy, comes over, and then kills the other guy. <laughs> so the sacrifice was basically in vain. It did nothing when he wanted to get a head start to get out of there. So then the bear kills the uh, the other guy, and then the girl finally runs into the bar or something. And it's like, was it the double deuce? Uh, should have been. <laughs> that would have been great. It's like there's two deaths that didn't need to happen, but uh, you people are idiots. Typical horror tropes make them all idiots. Mm-hmm. So, while asleep, uh, Yoshida's doctor injects Logan with something, and he wake, uh, Logan wakes up, and we see that Yoshida has died. Sad. Died in his sleep. He had cancer, I think. Yeah, he got the test results back, and he definitely has cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at the funeral, I guess the next day, we see a f- bit of a foreshadow that there's a silver samurai suit which will watch over Yoshida forever. But Logan senses something's not right, and the funeral's attacked by the Yakuza. We also meet Viper, who's a mutant who's immune to poison, but also spits out poison, I guess. So the Yakuza attempt to cap Mariko, that was Yoshida's granddaughter, but Logan stops them in a uh, overall very good action scene, which uh, briefly takes place in a pachinko parlor, which I mentioned because uh, I used to own one back in high school. Hmm. Yeah. Is that an auction for $10? And I was like, yeah. Give me that pachinko machine. Absolutely, yeah. It's fun, but I never forget how to play. I mean, you just <laughs> turn the knob and it shoots out marbles and they just drop. And it's like, did I do good? I don't know. I guess. Uh, so they hop on a bullet train, and um, this was interesting when Bad Bunny showed up and he's trying to kill Logan for a briefcase. That was uh, yeah, that's yeah. You, uh, you you got your movies mixed up, my guy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but you know you can. I did love the uh, inclusion of the Japanese version of "Staying Alive" by the Bee Gees. That was nice. <laughs> it's funny as I'm saying uh, that. By I the gotta... way, I'm definitely gonna see Bullet Train. Well, Me too. I, I literally just get a text about uh, next week uh, seeing Bullet Train on a Friday, so. Nice. It looks, it looks fun, man. It does look yeah. really good. I have high hopes for it. But no, none of that. The guy from Eternals, like, yeah, it looks great. But, uh, yeah. I've, I was talking to my barber about it, and he's like, oh, that's the movie <clears> with uh, Bad Bunny. He makes me want to go back and see Bullet Train. <laughs> Josh, are you uh, you running something right now? Running something? No. You like might be air? hearing you right. might be hearing air conditioner in the background, maybe though. Uh, okay. Yeah. Might be hearing my heavy rain. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I heard something. And I was a little bit worried. I don't want anyone to overheat them though. So. It's I turned how turned how I was sitting, so you might be hearing more sound from it. Okay. It's probably what it is. Fair enough. We have a rainstorm in Columbus. I don't know if that might have been it. Maybe. I don't know. It's uh, sunny and friggin' 90 degrees here in Oklahoma, so we're doing just fine. Well, on the bullet train, Logan sees that he's injured, and he's not really healing all that well. And then uh, Yakuza show up again. They encounter Logan on the train. 
And we get a uh, pretty cool fight scene on top of the train. I don't know how um, this is any of this is possible. What did he say? Going 300 miles an hour? I don't know if that's how fast bullet trains go, but I know it's well over 100. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you can hold on to them, but who cares? The action scene was cool. So. Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Who cares about um, physics? Pretty <laughs> badass. I mean, come on. We've been dealing with this since Superman. Like, who cares about physics? Yeah. It doesn't matter. This is this is for fun. So let's let's have some fun here. You know. Get lost, nerds. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this was a, a very good action scene. Probably my favorite in the movie. And then uh, Logan pulls Mariko off the train, and they check into a Japanese sex hotel. It's pretty hot. Nice, nice. I have to score, ask. Score Gami right there. <laughs> Any oh of God. you were in Japan, would you try the <laughs> sex hotel with the themed rooms? Yep. Yeah, I would too, of course. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I, dude, we've talked about doing that here in the States and going to get one, so I would definitely do it over there. Oh. I mean, as long well... Japan is is uh, notorious for being cl- uh, for being clean, and because that would be yeah. my first thought would be like, how well do they clean these places? But Japan's a pretty hygienic country compared to the good old USA. Yeah, I'd probably be I'd probably be more nervous about going to one in America. But... Yeah, that's probably a good point. Well, that night, uh, Logan's on the balcony, and uh, he has another vision of Gene, and then he passes out on the balcony. <laughs> So Mariko takes Logan to a vet, <laughs> which uh, I don't know. I always find that funny that they just he, this is because he's taken to a vet in Logan too. So it's like, he's well, yeah. Just, he, I mean, he's he's, just, he's the Wolverine. He needs a vet. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> Maybe he was rabid, and they needed to you know take care of it. Yeah, yeah. Euthanize him. I'd like yeah. to see uh, Victor at the vet. See how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. I. Columbus, the Columbus Zoo has a Wolverine, but like, no one ever sees it ever. Huh. It's like the the joke of the zoo; it's always hidden. <laughs> like the basement of the Alamo, huh? Exactly. <laughs> I think I've seen it once, and I've been to the zoo like twenty five times. <laughs> wow. Remember the Wolverine? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I don't know. They just maybe, maybe he, he's he drinking hides, to forget. He hides in the ground somewhere, and he just never comes out. Yeah. Maybe they're nocturnal, I don't know. Maybe. Well, elsewhere, Viper... Uh, oh, yeah, the uh, the vet tells him, uh, yeah, I don't know why you're not healing. So, Elsewhere, uh, Viper tells Harada, who was Yoshida's bodyguard, to find Logan and Mariko. And they end up going to Yoshida's house in Nagasaki. And the house estate was built on the pit where Logan sa- saved Yoshida's life over um, back in World War Two. The pit? The pit. I was in it. The pit. The pit where uh, radiation doesn't go down. And as long as you're in the pit for like five minutes after the bomb, the radiation's dispersed. The pit where Star-Lord fell and broke his leg. Mm-hmm. So over the course of the next few days, Logan and Mariko fall in love. Although Mariko's engaged to some douche named Mori. We'll see him later. Yeah. Ooh, man, there is a big thunder. Uh-oh. Did that come through on the mic? It had to. Oh, yeah. I think I did hear that, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I told you. Uh, but after, uh, I guess after making love to Logan, uh, Logan just can't stop seeing these visions of Gene. 
And he finally tells Mariko who she was and that he killed her. So, good for Logan. He didn't get it in the sex hotel, but he got it at the her house, I guess. Yeah. So, the next day, the Yakuza managed to find Mariko and take her, even though she said that they wouldn't find them there. She was wrong. Damn Yakuza. She probably didn't realize Harada was working for them, but he would know. Mm. Okay. Logan gets one of the guys to talk, and he finds out where he took her. Or who took her, rather. It was Mori, the old fiancé. And uh, he gets Yukio, she's, she's back in the movie, to take her to Mori's place. And she tells him, uh, hey, listen, um, I should tell you I know how you die. Uh, you were holding your heart, and you were dead. And he's like, eh, listen, a lot of people tried to kill me, but I'm still here. Great force, by the way. She's like, yeah. yeah, but you're different now. And uh, it's true. So Logan finds Maury with two women. Nice. And Logan asks, you know, hey, why? <laughs> this scene might be my favorite in the movie that's non-action. <laughs> He's like, you get ten words. And uh, he asks him, uh, you know, why you would want his fiance kidnapped by the Yakuza. He says, like, nine words. And he punches him. <laughs> It's like, I didn't like what you had to say. And, uh, I would just think about words, honestly. Yeah, and then he, he tells Logan, hey, listen, I did it because he was working for Shinjin, the son of Yoshida. I guess father of uh, Mariko. Uh, to have her kidnapped because Yoshida left his company to his, his, his company and his fortune to her and not to him. But also that uh, he mentions in this rambling that you know, Yoshida's uh, been stockpiling adamantium, and he was obsessed with you. And then <laughs> Logan tosses him off this building, and he lands in a swimming pool like uh, ten stories below. And we see him kind of like moving around, so he didn't die. And <laughs> Yuiko's like, how'd you know there was a pool there? He's like, I didn't. <laughs> Just a great, great scene. Uh, so Viper and some ninjas then move to, uh, they come in, they take Mariko from Shinjin to a mountain facility 500 kilometers away, and Viper poisons Shinjin, so, uh, they turned on him, because Shinjin's not the main villain, as you might have thought. So, Logan, uh, him and, uh, him and Yuriko, uh, Yuriko show up, and... He uses this x-ray machine on himself, and he sees that there's this robotic parasite on his heart that is suppressing his power. And he's like, well, gotta get it out. So he performs open-heart surgery on himself. <laughs> and Yuiko begs him to stop because she's like, hey, this is how I saw you die. And then Logan cuts himself open to try to operate on himself. Which I kind of liked this scene because it's like, if he gets to the robot in time, he'll heal and be fine. If he doesn't, his own self-inflicted wounds will kill him. So, that was cool. And during this, Shinjin comes in, attacks them. Uh, Yuiko holds them off long enough for Logan to pull out the bug, but then Logan does die on the table. R.I.P. But, uh... Yep, so she was right. But, he got it out in time, so he manages to, uh, heal. And then yeah, Logan wakes up and kills Shinjin, which uh, I had a theory like a year ago, and I don't know if this is true or not. 
If you really wanted to kill Wolverine, could you um, just launch him into space where there's no oxygen because you can't really heal from oxygen deprivation? Or just trap him at the bottom of the ocean? Either one. Same thing. Uh, I feel like that would do I don't, it. Would, like, you would definitely neutralize him. Like, so in effect, it, you know, essentially you killed him, even if he's not dead. It'd be, he'd be like Jason Voorhees, where he would still be alive, maybe, but he's, yeah, he's he's neutralized. I don't know. Like in the yeah. uh, end of Jason Lives, he's at the bottom of the lake, just trapped there. Yeah. I don't know. I think I figured it out how to kill him. Oh. So at the location where Viper took Mariko, we see that Yoshido was what he, what he was stockpiling all this adamantium for. It's a big, giant, silver samurai robot suit. And Logan shows up at the compound, and Harada and a bunch of ninjas attack him. They shoot him with, like, a million arrows, which is pretty cool. I, I love that part. Uh, one of which was poisoned. And he's finally brought down, so... All those arrows is what it took to uh, neutralize him for a few minutes. And he, yeah, I, thought, he waited, I thought that part was cool. Yeah, it was cool. And all, all the arrows were, like, attached to rope. Uh, I don't know why, but it looked cooler. Um, and he wakes up finally. He's strapped to a chair. The Silver Samurai wakes up, and uh, he tries to kill Logan and Harada. He's got a bit of a face turn after talking to Mariko. And he um, he decides to shoot Viper with an arrow. Doesn't kill her. Instead, she just peels the skin, peels off her skin, and takes her hair off. That was gross. Yeah. And uh, so Logan battles with the Silver Samurai, who uses this sword uh, to cut off Logan's claws. So he's clawless in one hand. And Uh-oh. yeah, Viper and. Uh, Yukio fight as Harada tries to stop Silver Samurai. He stabs the Silver Samurai, and at this point, we're still in the impression this is a robot. And he's like, he tells the the robot, he's like, hey, this is not the way. He's like, why is he talking to the robot? And then the robot kills him. And uh, so Logan gets the big samurai sword, cuts the head off of the Silver Samurai, sends it falling down this big hole. So, uh... Logan thinks he's killed the big robot. He's, like, dangling outside of a building. But then the Silver Samurai wakes up and uh, cuts off Logan's other claws. So he's he's got no more claws. He's been declawed. And You're elsewhere... you that cats. That's cruel. It is. But, you know, they tear up your furniture, so uh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is cruel. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, Yukio hangs Viper and kills her, so that's the end of her. She didn't bring much to the final fight. Nope. Uh, Silver Samurai then grabs Logan's arms and begins to drill into his hands and sucks the adamantium from him. And this is where we see the big reveal. Surprise! The Silver Samurai isn't a robot. There's someone inside, and it's Yoshida, who is not in fact dead. I thought he was dead. Nope, he faked his death. You never saw the body. Rule 101. Unless you see the body, they're not dead. No body, no death. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. out Squid Game. So, he said, only this armor has kept me alive. I don't understand how that is possible, but whatever. 
and he wants to take Logan's power, and the suit will uh, perform that transfer, I suppose. So Yoshida begins to get younger as Logan starts to die, and then Mariko interrupts this procedure, stabs him with the sword, and they made a big deal about the sword, but I never mentioned it because it's a sword. Uh, yeah. Yoshida is still alive. He says, it's me, your grandfather. And she says, I buried my grandfather. And then stabs him in the neck. He kind of staggers around as Logan rips the armor off of him. And now he's got... His, his healing power still works. He doesn't have any more adamantium in his bones. But his healing power has uh, rejuvenated his claws. So now he's got bone claws. And he stabs him with the bone claws. And then... Uh, in maybe the one of the coolest quotes we've ever had in the podcast, Logan says, "You asked me to come say goodbye, Sayonara. <laughs> and then tosses him <laughs> off the mountain. Yeah, it was cool. Oh my gosh, good stuff. So Logan then collapses and has a final vision of Gene. Gene asks if he can stay. He says, "I can't." And she says, "Well, you put me here." And he says, "Well, you were hurting people. I had to." And says, I love you, and I will always love you. And then she fades away. So, those are over. And the next day, Logan says goodbye to Mariko. They kiss. She wants him to stay. Uh, he says, no, I absolutely would have. Um, I mean, you're living in Tokyo with, like, a millionaire. And she's, yeah. not, she's not bad looking, so I don't... No. I, I don't see a downside. I mean, no. other than not speaking Japanese, but... They all speak English, yeah. so it's cool. <laughs> uh, but Logan says, I can't. I'm a soldier, and I have been on the run for too long. Don't really know what that means, based on what we see in the post-credits, but okay. <laughs> so, th this final scene I kind of thought was stupid, because Logan boards the plane, Yuriko shows up, and she's like, well, hey, I'm your bodyguard, so I'm going to still be here. And she asks, you know, hey, where are we going? And... He's like, well, let's just start with up. And uh, I wrote, pretty sure pilots still need to know a destination before they take off. I, <laughs> I don't think no, it works like, uh, like I can hop in my car and be like, I don't know where I'm going, I'm just going to drive around. But I'm pretty sure pilots need to have a flight plan. It's not like when you leave your house and you're like, oh, I'm going to go get something to eat, and you decide halfway down the street. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'll just go up and just fly around, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, it's like. By uh, the way, no. did we establish? Did we establish that uh, Professor Professor Xavier's school for the gifted or whatever, blah blah blah, um, is in Buffalo? Did we establish this? No, it's in Westchester, New York. What the hell? It's oh. always been there. Pardon moi. Well, we get a mid-credit scene, and Logan Ew. has been uh, on the run for, or he, I don't know. He's been wandering for two years. So it's yeah. like, why did you leave Japan again? If you're just going to travel around for two years? <laughs> he's going on another plane, and he's yeah. just wanting to go up. Yeah. He's just hop. He just takes. He just goes to wherever layovers are. Yeah, he's uh, probably on a watch list now, if he wasn't already, of course. Oh, yeah, because uh. he opts out of the uh, security scanner. Mm hmm. But we see a commercial on the TV for Trask Industries. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Here their CEO is a real giant of industry. Stop. <laughs> A Titan. Yeah. 
then we see a bunch of metal flying around, like coins and bracelets. And, yup. And then Logan turns around, and there's Magneto. Ian McClellan. Magneto. Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah, sorry. Sir Ian McKellen. And uh, Magneto is able to neutralize Logan, which I didn't understand because his metal's gone from his bones. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. And um, Magneto says, hey, you know, there, uh, there's a weapon being built to bring about our end times, and I need your help. And Logan says, I would never trust you. Which, by the way, we saw Magneto not lose his power at the end of X3. So, And then Magneto says, well, you wouldn't. So in rolls Professor Charles Xavier, and all the people freeze. Logan says, uh, how is this possible? Charles says, I told you a long time ago, uh, you're not the only one with gifts. Hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure Charles transferred his conscience into that guy with a coma at the end of X3. But uh, apparently, I thought he was dead. Well, he transferred his consciousness into the guy with the coma that was in Ireland. But apparently the looks go with it. I don't know. (laughs) That's what I didn't get. It's like, I guess you just... Your face just morphs into who's conscious? I don't know. Dude, it literally should have just been Logan just being like, I thought you were dead, and Charles just going, no. That well, makes I'm, much as that. I mean, we, we saw what happened, but again, it's like, he's because tra- he teased it in the movie, like, you know, a psychic, in theory, could transfer their yeah. consciousness to someone if they yeah, were so brain dead, but that guy doesn't look like... Uh, pa- <laughs> like uh, he does not look like Picard. Yeah, he doesn't look like Patrick Stewart, but, uh, eh, whatever. Oh, and by the way, I double-checked. Uh, you were right. They do play the X-Men theme in uh, Miss Marvel when she mentioned, they mention mutants, so. That's what I had heard, yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't pick up on it when I watched it, but I, I did. I still really haven't watch. seen it. It's pretty good. It just, you know, takes a dip in the middle. But anyway, that was, uh, that was the end of The Wolverine, so. Yep. There's a weapon being built by uh, Trask Industries, we assume, and Magneto's a good guy now. Yep. Well, with that being said, we can grade this now. Josh, you are our guest, so I'm going to let you start, sir. <clears throat> All right. Well, I overall do like the movie. Uh, it's definitely a step up from uh, Origins, and I, I have my couple little gripes about it, but I'm going to score it pretty high still, because I, I do gen- generally like it a lot. I'm going to give it 8.5. Jesus. 8.5. All right. I I do like it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I think okay. the cin- cinematography of it's pretty good. Um, the acting's pretty good. Other than the villains, I don't really have too many big gripes about it. I mean... Some good, good humor in it, good action. I'm just going to tell you right now, we're definitely not having a three-way scoregami. That's for sure. That's disappointing. Yeah, life. Uh, no, this was by and large, this was fine. There was nothing really wrong with it per se, but I don't know. It just felt like something was missing. And uh, with that in mind, I have actually decided to give this a six and a half. Ooh, a little low, but I'm curious. So, X Men Origins Wolverine. We did have a bit of a score. Gami, Caleb, and I gave it a five. Josh gave it a six. Um, this was a big step up from that. Uh, I loved the action scenes. I loved what it built to. And, 
you know, I it's funny. Origins, uh, I called Origins a guilty pleasure. Uh, I recognize it's not good, but I still enjoyed it. This one, I think, is genuinely good. I enjoyed it. I love the action scenes. They still hold up. I will be giving this an 8, and best of all, it actually got me excited for uh, the future of X-Men. I mean, X3 was such a downer. It sucked. They killed off everybody, and they left us with no direction. It's like, this is the end. And they gave us Origins, which uh, was just a prequel, so whatever. Then we had First Class, which again was a prequel, and it was good, but it's like... What's the future? Like, what what happens beyond X3? And this yeah. was our first glimpse at it. I am excited for it. And in what, uh, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six weeks, we will do, uh, figure out what, uh, what the big weapon was that's being built. I, I, I don't know. What could it be? Aside from, so, aside from, obviously, the Superman movies, which we had three and five weeks, and we had four five of the super universe movies in 10 weeks this has got to be the quickest turnaround for you know one series yeah. those. i would i would think so and this was I mean, definitely the best movie of 2013 even though you gave it the same rating as uh I, or uh man of steel okay yeah. <laughs> well you know what you know what man of steel had that logan or that wolverine didn't have a guy with metal in his body i hop that's oh, true God. But that being said, folks, we are going to get out of here pretty soon. Next week, we uh, we want you to fire up HBO Max yet again so you can watch Kick-Ass 2. We are going to do that. That's going to be a load of fun. Uh, Josh yeah. Davis, thank you for coming back on the show. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. Eddie, we're going to get out of here. I've got to leave the house in like 15 minutes, so I'm going to cut us a little short, I suppose. And I'm going to ask you guys a question. And... Uh, See, are we uh, are we drinking to remember or are we drinking to forget? Yo, it's a Samurai Showdown. Samurai Showdown. Yeah, DTN, how dare you challenge me? You will die for the tip of my sport today. It's outrageous. You must be it's born, born, young lord, raise your swords. 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 Yeah. 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 Yeah.
It's born, born, young lord, major sports. It's time for everyone to go record. It's born, born, young lord, major sports. It's time for everybody to go record. Crept in silent and still win. Chrome silencer screwed on tight. Kept the gunshots to seal then. We attacked full fledged. With Chicago poor red bandanas tied tight around our heads. Swing with the force of a sledge. Single wedge, stainless steel blade chopped the wedge to this analog derelict's head. We even thought that he could go against the truth and the gods and fall back on the will of Allah. You'll be facing the firing squad of a thousand archers out the market. The milk top scully king box bullets like jelly beans. Birds in my nest resting up on the telly scene. Murder is rap track to me. It's legal felony. Can't accept what you analog cast be telling me. I get the verbal weapon. Won't have the tape for one second to break your back like Big Jack from Tekken. It's born, born, young lord, so raise your swords. It's born, born, young lord, raise your swords. It's born, born, young lord, raise your swords.